Hi there and welcome to this podcast from Eastwood Parish Church of Scotland in the South South Glasgow. My name is Jim Teasdale, I'm the minister at Eastwood and I'm delighted to welcome you along today. We begin with a reading from the Gospel of John, John chapter 15, reading verses 1 to 8. Come and hear the word of God. Jesus said, I am the real vine and my father is the gardener. He breaks off every branch in me that does not bear fruit and he prunes every branch that does bear fruit so that it will be clean and bear more fruit. You have been made clean already by the teaching I have given you. Remain united to me and I will remain united to you. A branch cannot bear fruit by itself. It can only do so if it remains in the vine. In the same way, you cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will bear much fruit, for you can do nothing without me. Those who do not remain in me are thrown out like a branch and dry up. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire where they are burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, then you will ask for anything you wish, and you shall have it. My Father's glory is shown by your bearing much fruit, and in this way you become my disciples. Amen. I don't know about you, but there are many areas in my life in which I possess near total incompetence. Sewing, swimming, and the ability to watch horror movies are just a few. Yet one of the greatest areas of incompetence in my life is gardening. I have very little understanding of which plants do well, where in a garden, and in what kind of soil and light. Occasionally, before this period of lockdown, whilst browsing around the bookstore, I may pick up a book on gardening, but I usually put it down again after the first couple of paragraphs on the first page. Like some books on theology, The opening pages of gardening books often have three long words in them that I don't have the foggiest clue about their meaning. Or worse, three ordinary words that are being used in a special way that I don't understand them either. So I can mow a lawn and I do know how to get rid of ivy, but I'm no gardener. Now there are several stories in the Bible that talk about seeds, gardens, plants and other elements of the natural world. Therefore, there is surely no surprise that Jesus puts such images into his teachings. And a crowd of listeners full of country folk who earned their living from the land, what more vivid way to teach than through the things which were important to them? Today, there are not so many sowers and gardeners, but the message for us stays the same. In the process of planting, growing, blossoming and harvesting, are images of our life cycle as a whole, and of our faith journey, which Jesus asks us to continue to be attentive to, even in our changed world of today. Today's reading about Jesus' teaching on vines and branches offers us many guidelines for living our lives, yet some of them aren't so easy to follow. Jesus tells us that God breaks off every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and he prunes every branch that does bear fruit, so that it will be clean and bear more fruit. We are comfortable with the imagery of bearing fruit. 
We know that there is good fruit and bad fruit, good seed and bad seed. We know that. Sometimes it's hard to tell whether we are wheat or weeds. Yet this is different. Not only does Jesus say we must bear fruit, now he says even that fruit will be pruned to make it more in abundance. Vines often spring forth several shoots at once. A primary fruit, followed by secondary and tertiary fruits. All these fruits would mature into edible, healthy fruit given the opportunity. However, the gardener usually prunes the second and third fruits. Why? Well, to give stronger life to the primary fruit. With the food and nourishment concentrated into one area, the remaining fruit gains the best of everything. Take a moment to think of your life pre-coronavirus. It might have been busy, quick paced, with so much culture and a vast array of resources, we could bear much. Yet when I think of my own life, I think my energy was spent in a lot of small ways, scattered here and there, sometimes lacking focus and direction. Our various fruits are good, but are they as good as they might be with a little pruning? Imagine if you channeled the nourishment and sustenance that God provides into one outlet, one branch of fruit. Maybe being being in lockdown has led you to this already. Maybe it hasn't. Yet I wonder, what could you accomplish? What could you do for God? The secondary and tertiary branches in our lives aren't usually bad things, but they aren't places where our gifts from God are best spent. Our energy, passion, belongs in the primary branch, the path that Jesus calls each of us to travel. Sometimes we need a little pruning from the gentle hand of the gardener. We all need this gentle pruning, but it's essential to remember that we are branches and not the gardener. We don't do the pruning. Branches don't cut off other branches. So the gardener prunes, but leaves a variety of branches to bear good fruit. We, the branches, live together as many and varied extensions of the vine of Jesus. The nourishment, the food that gives life to our primary branch is him. On a vine, the branches don't prune one another and they don't cling to the vine. The vine doesn't hold the branches. They don't twist around one another. Instead, branches flow from the vine. They're part of the vine, an extension of and growing out of it. We must mimic the branches in our own relationship with Jesus. We cannot cling to the vine. We have to let go. If we don't let go of the vine, how can we reach out to others? How can we do our work if our hands are busy, holding on? To be branches, we must have the faith to let go. Jesus promises us rest and comfort under God's care, but this doesn't exempt us from the duty to work for God. If we have the nourishment of the Spirit flowing through us, then we have a faith which enables us, as disciples, to flow from the vine of Christ. So if we are the branches, if we seek to be followers of Jesus, what greater way than to act in a manner which could be described as Christ-like? so that others see Jesus in us. If our actions and attitudes mimic those of Jesus, we as branches can become strong and sturdy, so that others can see something of Jesus in us. As stronger branches, we can support new branches, people just setting out on the journey of faith. We become channels for the nourishing food that helps the smaller branches to grow.
during this time of lockdown, may we lift one another up, support one another, and together strive to create better and more abundant fruit by following the example of Jesus. For he speaks of this relationship between the vine and the branches in special terms. Jesus says in verse 4, Remain united to me, and I will remain united to you. Let me say that again. Remain united to me, and I will remain united to you. The way we become stronger in faith, stronger branches, is by allowing God to live within us as we live within God and his love. God wants to dwell within us, and he wants us to dwell within him. God wants to make his dwelling his home in our lives, and he wants us to do the same in him. No matter what we face in the days and weeks ahead, we have the opportunity, if we seize it, to be part of our perfect relationship of love. Will we continue to forage ahead alone, or will we invite God into our tangled dwellings? and strive to become more fruitful branches? Will we let Jesus be our vine, and a vine for others? In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We unite our hearts together in prayer. Let us pray. Vine of life, in your branches we are nestled, taking shelter and sustenance in the shade of your strength. With thanksgiving we celebrate the growth and hope we have found in placing our roots in you. For in life you nourish us, and your Holy Spirit encourages us to reach our full potential in the gifts we have been given that others may know of your love. Lord God, make us more than sour grapes and unripe olives. In the hardships of the world, may we look beyond the bitter politics and divisions to find your love at the core of our relationships. There may all people work with what we have in common, that we might grow to be a people of respect and trust. May our branches bow with the weight of the fruit you have bestowed. Help us to look beyond our own needs to recognise those who are hungry for food, for love and for justice. May we offer others the shelter needed under the weight of your branches so they find a rest from the cold and darkness, the hatred and loneliness of this world. Instead, may your spirit enable us to value the gifts and talents of all. May our leaves soak up your light this day. When we meet those who are worn down with illness, loneliness, grief and abandonment, May the light of your presence shine in the encounter they have with others, that all might know your compassion. Gardener of all life, as you trim and shape us for your purpose, may we place our prayers into your hands this day, and trust that new seeds may grow from tired and empty thoughts. And may the blessing of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, Rest upon you and all whom you love, this day and forevermore. Amen.